When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. <laughs> Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Ian Smith. Hello. Hi, hi Ian. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I'm very self-conscious about um, the way I say hello. Are um, you? Why? I don't like it. Um, I don't like um, <laughs> when... When we do the Magic Sponge podcast, yes, I feel you do like the Magic Sponge podcast. Yeah, people where they'll say we're joined by Ian Smith, and you've got to sound like immediately engaging. Yeah, or like right. people might be listening, and if I go, you're all right, they might think, who the fuck is this guy? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so you give it a big hello. Yeah, I, I sort of, I was quite, I tried to say hello in the way that I think got a likable enthusiastic person would nice yeah i think i think you came across like that oh good and i think explaining it has really helped people to yeah to, to see what you want to get <laughs> yeah, out of yeah. it yeah ian thank you very much for joining me as always let's dive in who's going to be your first person i don't know if dick is dickhead is too strong a word for um the that holographic woman <laughs> who's at the end of Travelators or escalators? Yeah, I know who you mean. So, for the listeners that might not, like, who do you mean? Um, so I don't know who she is, but um, she's like um, one of her classics is like if you go to an escalator and you're in a train station or something, she'll say, um, "Please don't bring heavy bags onto the escalator." Yeah, and you just think, "What are you gonna do about it?" Like yeah. your hologram, so I'll always just have a heavy bag and just think, what you think? I just think, what sort of weak-minded person yeah. is seeing a hologram say, "Don't bring a heavy bag on here," and then going, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to find where the lifts are." I'm like, no, just take it on the escalators. Just, she's not gonna stop you. Yeah. yeah. Although I think the worst one is just yeah, those travellers in the airport, and she'll say. So like you are approaching a conveyor belt, <laughs> yeah. as if like that's an element of life that has just completely passed you by, and then says, "You're about to get off it." Yeah, I just I just think it's patronising, even for like a kid. I think a kid would look and go, "That's moving." Yeah, yeah. I and and I guess as well if you were, she's not offering anything else to the table. She doesn't have any other settings. No, it's true. Think. So she would just be saying that. And we're we're crashed, aren't we? Mm. So even then, you'd just be like, 
And is it a plane crash? It was a plane crash, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So everyone's luggage is all over the place. Yeah. And she's constantly saying, <laughs> she's don't like, bring luggage on yeah. the escalators. You're like, we're past fucking escalators now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it. just sand. There was just stuff everywhere. Yeah. And dead people, presumably, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, when you see it in, a, in an airport, I kind of feel like, is that a waste of the technology? Do you know what I mean? They've got a hologram, yeah. uh, a holograph. Is it a holograph or hologram? hologram. I don't know. But a hologram. But what is a holograph? It, Holograph. I don't know. Mm. A hologram. It's a hologram. Yeah. Like, is that a waste of hologram technology? Just have someone repeatedly telling you not to take a big bag onto something? Yeah. I mean, it's not a good use of it. I don't think so. But it's also like, um, I don't know how much it would cost on like a daily basis to run. But they could, because maybe it's not enough, but you could let a homeless person... You could. Stand by the escalator. Employ them, yeah. Yeah, and also, if a homeless person saying to you, don't take your bag on that escalator, <laughs> you, are, you might listen, you listen to him. stop, yeah. You might. Yeah, and I, yeah, but I mean, I don't know how much, because if it's only like £4 a day, they yeah. might get that anyway. Yeah, it's probably, you're probably better and off. And it's probably illegal, or it's like... Yeah, it's true. You're probably better off walking up and down the tube. You'd, yeah, you'd get yeah. more money, yeah. True. I mean, that would be annoying on the island, though. Mm. Just that holograph person. But uh, they're just like, I keep saying holograph. It's a hologram, isn't it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's a hologram, yeah. Yeah. The holo- holographic? No. Holographic. But that seems, yeah, because it's not hologramic. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't fuck it. Maybe, there's a di- maybe a holograph is... Maybe a hologram is just like those... Sometimes when a... It's never a good film... Releases one of those DVD cases that you can yes. move in it. So this is like a horror yes. film, yes. where you're walking by and like, oh shit, that's jumping out. But it's, <laughs> it's never not, an yeah. Oscar contender. No, you're <laughs> right. Like, um, Tom Hanks offering up a box of chocolates on Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, I've only just thought about how shit your film must be if you're like throwing everything at the DVD case. Yeah. Um, what was that? The one that really sticks out in my mind is what's the one. It's like, is it called like the day after tomorrow? And it's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that had a holographic case. Yeah, because yeah. that's when the ice age starts. In like two days, it goes from <laughs> nothing to ice caps. It does. Yeah, that film is. I remember first watching that and thinking this is a good film. I remember now as an adult thinking, that <laughs> what was I terrible. thinking? Yeah. yeah, I tell you, maybe that's the hallmark of a bad film if it's got a holographic case. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, yeah, I don't think the I can't think of anything good that's had a holographic case. No, it's true. I mean, you are chucking everything at it if you're doing, yeah, it, if yeah, you're doing yeah. a holographic case. But that that hologram woman on an island just repeatedly. Also, it's not even a good hologram because um, <laughs> holograph. No, a hologram. It's not even a good hologram because it has to be projected onto a white board, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not just like when yeah, they got Tupac the air, back to do a rap or... Mm. Do you know what I mean? When Snoop... Was it Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre? They brought back Tupac. Yeah. It's not yeah, like they that. might as well just have a cardboard cutout and the voice thing. Because mm. it's not like your belief has been suspended that you go, wow, look at that woman. Yes, it's I think true. if you just saw a cardboard cutout and a voice, you'd be like, oh, the voice is meant... As if it's coming from that woman. Yeah, just from a tannoy. Just from a. It yeah. could just come from a speaker. And I think she doesn't have tones of voice. She only has, um, like, breezy, optimistic. <laughs> so, but. You I say it like a man that's been on a voiceover website. Yeah, before. yeah. Yeah. Just like. 
you are coming to the end of the escalator. That's it. Neutral. But you'd want, um, for the island, you just want like a bit of sadness or urgency. Like yes. if you could change the settings. Yes, it's true. Um, did you see that they're doing like hologra- hologram, <laughs> holographic, to- holographic? What the fuck is it called? Listen, we've, as absolute minefield. I've really got into a hole here. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. I knew. I think I knew I think before it's this. Hologram, holographic. Yeah. Oh, it's just shit. I think. I think that people are doing hologram tours, right? Where they're like, Roy Orbison is a hologram on the stage, and you oh, can watch him yeah, do a hologram yeah. the whole time. I saw War of the Worlds, the musical version of War of the Worlds, and I think that's a mad play anyway. Mm. But um, Liam Neeson's in it as a hologram. No, but his. His character still has to be played by a normal person. So, because, like, the guy's got songs and stuff. Yeah. So, Liam Neeson's projected on a screen saying, um, we walked and walked for miles, and this happened and this happened. And then there's just, like, some bloke kind of walking, probably thinking, I could fucking say this live. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then that guy does, like, yeah. the singing. And then at the end of the play, the whole cast come on and bow, and then they point up to the hologram of Liam oh, Neeson. Oh, no. And Liam Neeson takes a bow as a hologram. How? It, that is yeah. ridiculous. You can see the cast's face of thinking, like... Just hating him. Fucking Neeson. pointing up to this hologram. He, had, he only had to do this once. We do this every day, yeah, twice yeah. a day. And I... Yeah, it just shows as well, if they're alive... If they're dead, fair enough, hologram's your only option. But if he's alive, it just means he's gone... So, look, someone said, do you want to do War of the Worlds? And he's gone, No. <laughs> Yeah. But I would do it once and just tape it and you <laughs> yeah. could play it in, thinking no one's going to say yes to that. And they've just got, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll pay you double. Mm. Don't worry about it. It probably will be on more than the cast. Yeah. He'll probably earn more doing that once than they will for the whole run. Yeah. What a depressing thought. Holograms. Fucking bastards. Yeah, That's what yeah. they are, aren't they? They're taking work away. <laughs> I think we wouldn't have Brexit if all our hatred had been focused on holograms yeah. instead of immigrants. Like coming here, taking our <laughs> taking our easy jobs. jobs. Yeah. It's like watch. Oh, escalator coming up. Like I could do that. <laughs> yeah, you just could. sitting there. You could get jobbing actors. That's what you could do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Fuck you, holograms. Yeah. All right, holograms are going to be your first choice. Yeah, I think. All right, thank you very much, Ian. And who's going to be your second choice? Um. This guy called Kev, yeah. who was a motivational speaker we had at secondary school. Yeah. Um, not like, like for the whole class, not just like oh, not one-on-one. Just, not, yeah. Basis. Oh, that'd be horrible, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he just like, um, he cost the school a lot of money. <laughs> We've got the sense that he cost the school a lot of money because like our head of year, Mr. Chapel, was really pleased about getting him. Right. I was like bigging him up a lot and um, everything about him I didn't like right. he's the sort of person who you I mean luckily I only know him I only know that he was called Kev right so this isn't going to be um, uh, libelous but he looked like you wouldn't be surprised if someone was like oh that guy was only doing motivational speaking in school so that he could get off with all these uh, kids um, <laughs> but um, oh my god he just didn't look right he um, he had like blonde streaks in his hair like what was popular at the time right. but he's like 40 or something head to toe in River Island yeah, yeah yeah at one point 
So the first thing he did was um, he he swore, but in the way as if to be like um, I don't operate on the level of your teachers, guys. Like Ooh. I'm I'm cool, Kev. What how what age were you? Um, this must have been before uh, college, so like fifteen. Oh right, okay. maybe even fourteen. So teenager, teenager. Yeah, so I swear yeah. it. I was, at first, I don't know why. I was just like primary school, but then obviously you wouldn't have a motivational no, no. speaker at primary school. Yeah, that's too intense. You're not, yeah. Um, yeah, you need to work harder. I know. Yeah. Get those days of the week learn. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he just he just started off by saying, "Look, I'm not going to give you any old bullshit." But then Whoa. looked as if to be like, I just said bullshit. <laughs> and um, everyone was like, yeah, people swear when they're 14. Um, and then people looked over at their head teacher and he sort of put his hands up as if to go, Kev, Kev can do it once. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought everything he, everything he said, like I've only got vague memories of this, but I remember him telling us how much his shoes cost. Why? To brag. Oh, right. Because he was like, um, yeah, he, he he wanted to be a footballer. He got a knee injury. Then he started doing motivational speaking. His shoes cost 80 quid. At one point, he, he said, did you see the car I came in in? Like, because <laughs> oh, uh, he had a sports God. car. He's and, like David Brent. This yeah, guy. yeah. And um, he the talk was basically his five steps to success. And all of them were really simplistic. Like, the first one was, step one, work out what you want to do. Right. Um, once you've worked that out, step two, you're like, working out what you want to do is, that's the hardest thing of of doing it. You can't just of go, life. work out what you want from your life. And everyone going, yeah, all right, done it. Come on, <laughs> yeah. hurry, hurry up, Kev. What's the next step? Yeah. yeah. So just say stuff like that, and then step two, take positive steps towards achieving that goal. And you're like, but how? Right. And so you're just saying stuff like that. Well, step one would be a professional footballer. Step two, I'm in the football team, mate, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, break your knee, become a motivational speaker. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just don't, I don't trust motivational speakers. I, uh, Wait, what was step three? Oh, I, I don't, don't remember. I don't are, remember. I shut off when... I, I had a friend who, um, he was talking to me after it. He said, I went up to Kev <laughs> and... And Kev said, what, what do you want to be when you're older? And I said, I want to be rich. And he said, uh, good, right. So your stec- second step was like, no, that's not good. Do you mean you want to be rich? That's, that's not a job. It's just like... No. And that that guy works in... He works in um, a distribution centre somewhere. I don't know what he's earning, but he's not... <laughs> he's not, he's not rich. rich. Yeah. Like, um, he hasn't nailed it off the back of Kev's... Advice, unless he's unless he's like right, get rich. First step, work in a distribution center for Amazon or something. Mm. Step two, I've got shares in Amazon. Step three, I own Amazon. I don't I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what like route that. he's taking, but um, the best thing that he did um was he told a story about a kid getting bullied at school, and it was clear from the beginning of that story that the kid was him. And that was going to be the reveal. Because um, it just felt so obvious. And the story, which you're trying to tell 14-year-olds and expect them not to laugh, was that some kids ejaculated on his backpack. <laughs> what? On this kid's backpack. What? When he was um, on a school trip. How did he, how did he explain that? Well, 
this is a very even Mr. Chapel in the corner was a bit like, oh, I was, didn't mind bullshit, but this story about a jackal is a bit weird. Um, but um, then like um, he um, oh, I've just remembered. I've misremembered that. It was they shit in his backpack. I've gone for come on the backpack. What an insane way to... I knew it was something with bodily fluids that was horrendous. And I've just gone straight to... Um, straight to ejaculate. But no, I think... Because as I was saying that, I thought... I'm not sure if that sounds right. It sounds too extreme. No, they just, they just shit in his backpack. <laughs> Still quite extreme. Yeah, but it's been downgraded a bit. Um, someone had to hate him enough to have a shit oh, in his yeah. backpack. But the problem was, he thought he could tell that story and get to the bit where he goes, and you know that kid? That kid's Kev. And look at me now. But everyone was just laughing whenever he said the word shit. So before he could get to his motivational bit, he just, he broke. And he just went, started shouting at everyone, just going, You think that's funny? Someone shitting in someone's bag? You think that's, that was me? Look at me now! I just had a meltdown saying, look did at me now, did pointing did at his shoes and talking about his car. Did he have a breakdown? Yeah, yeah, he started shouting at everyone. Oh, my God. He's gosh. trying to get to the big reveal, just shouting at everyone. And then after you calm down, he's like, I'll be signing books for £5 in the hall. I didn't like anything about him. I don't either. That is mad. Mm. That is mad. That He was just like, he couldn't get to the end. And then he's too angry. He just got angry about yeah. <laughs> He hasn't got me. over the shit in the backpack. That is so yeah. funny. Fucking hell. No amount of expensive trainers have made him forget. But I'm imagining this David Brent type character because he's just like, look at my shoes. Could be you. Did yeah. You see me rolling in my car. Also could be you. Is it very... With no sense of irony whatsoever. Yeah. No, I guess... but. Most people thought it was cool because you see like a grown up, yeah, who's dressed in all the latest kind of yeah. cool clothes, and you think, wow, wow, this guy must be amazing to be him. He's a cool guy, but his job is just talking to kids, motivational speaking for kids. Well, I, I think is a grim profession. Right, I've got some questions for you. Where did he find him? Where did Mister Mister Chapel? I've tried to find him since. I've tried to search Kev motivational speaker. No luck. There's a guy who's just a torso who does motivational speaking. Have you seen him before? No. He's just a torso. What do you mean? I'm not exaggerating. He's got no head. Oh, no, hang on. Yeah, he's got a head. <laughs> he's, he's a torso and a head. Um, right. Yeah, I've, I've made it sound a lot worse there. It's like the ejaculate to shit again. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got a head. Yeah, a head right. torso. Um, I thought there was like a living to uh, That's my idiocy though. Yeah. Because like clearly he's, he's got a head. Yeah, but to be fair, if I had a motivational talk from a torso, I think I'd be like, fuck, okay, I've got no excuses. I could do it. not achieve my goals. Yeah. Definitely. This guy doesn't have a head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, with a head, that is quite motivational. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. But I still think it's a bit guilt trippy. It is a bit, yeah. Because everyone finds things hard in different ways, and all he needs to do is go, oh, what, you finding things hard? What, you got two arms and two legs? Well, yeah. so it seems like you're in a good position to me. And you've got to be like, oh, fuck, sorry, man. Set about sorting your life out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is a bit guilt-trippy. Yeah. Okay, Kev. So Kev's going to be a second choice. Yeah. Anything else on Kev before we put him on the island? Um, Just if you are listening to this and you're a motivational speaker called Kev, 
It probably wasn't you. It's probably a lot of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think you could sue though, because nah. all I've said is I thought he was shit. Yeah. Can't, exactly. can't sue for that. Yeah. <laughs> Got to prove you're not shit in court. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Prove it, Kev. Right, and who's going to be a third choice here? So this one I feel is more boring. Oh, right. But just because it's all going on at the minute, yes. whether or not it's still going on when this is oh, out. Oh, it's definitely long from over. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just David Cameron. Yes, okay. Just because I just think he's gotten away with um, the whole, all the Brexit stuff. Mm. Um, I think he's the biggest scumbag out of a lot of them. Mm. And... Um, I imagine he's just having a great time. I think he's probably just at home, just laughing. I could just imagine him laughing. Laughing yeah. to himself. I think I'd if I was that off. rich and I'd fuck the country up, I'd just be like, oh, what a bad move for me. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Because it's not I'm like... I'm going to be fine. Pe- yeah, everyone will be talking about him, and if he goes out in the street, people will probably shout wanker at him. But they were doing that to him. You, that happens when you're Prime Minister anyway. Yeah. Never please everyone. Everyone remembers that you had sex with a pig that time. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you're getting laughed at left, right and centre. Yeah, so you just stay in your house. Got a big house, big garden. Go abroad where people don't care about you as much. Yeah. Just, that's fine. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But still, he just, like, launched that and he just walked away. That's it. Yeah, yeah. See you later. And now it's all that we have to talk about all the time. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I, I just think everything that you find annoying about it is all because of him. Mm. One thing I hate at the minute is when Theresa May says, um, one of her kind of sound bites is, I think what the British public want is for us to just get on with it. And you're like, no, I want you to stop it. I want you to I stop think, it now. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to get on with it. I want, I want this to get so bad that you're forced into some kind of second referendum or an election. Mm. I want you to get on with anything. No. But I everything that is annoying. Even like we wouldn't have we wouldn't have the her dancing. Um, no. I think if I went to Africa and danced like that in front of some people from that country, it would be considered a racial hate crime. Yeah. But she does that and you're like, she's trying her best to have a go. No, yeah. I reckon she's a brilliant dancer and she's just being sarcastic. Oh, yeah, maybe. But, like, she did it once, right? I actually... She did it once and then someone said to her, right, carry on with that because it's making you, like... It's making people like you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Mm. Because, like, there's not an awful lot to like there. And so some... Someone that's spinning the PR was like, "Do that again." Oh yeah, they're the Do you know real. What I mean? um, think they're running the country. They're pulling yeah. the strings. Some people who work in PR. No disrespect to my the PR who works for me in Edinburgh, who I like a lot. Yeah, and I think it's a different game. Oh but yeah, PR in terms of like celebrity PRs or political political advisors, PR. Yeah, must get paid so much. Mm. I reckon they're all, uh, and I don't like to use this phrase. Dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I could be a better PR for Theresa May and be earning a lot more money than I am now. Yes. Just by telling her, don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't do that. Pop this Christmas hat on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Put a Christmas hat on. Yeah. Do, when you do the fart noises with your armpits, <laughs> yeah, do it, get good. Throw a couple yeah. of them in. Yeah. Um, um, I know how to get people to like you. Stop Brexit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, they may they might do a second referendum. There's, this is a thing, right? Yeah, but I think we're all doomed, though. Yeah, because 
if we have a second referendum and then it wins, mm. then um, the people who wanted it will feel, put their nose out of joint and then they'll be like, <clears throat> well, hang on, let's have a third one because now we've lost and we feel more mobilised. And it's just... Mm. I think it's going to be divided. Although the good thing is, I think some of those people will realise how... Not that they were wrong, but just how complicated it is. Yeah. Some of them will have died. Um, yes. Because a lot of them are yes. quite old. Yes, um, So, like, I heard the statistic that the amount of people that have turned 18 in the time that since the referendum that mm. will have that will vote remain and the amount of people that have died that have voted leave if we did another one just by that it would swing it mm. just by that it would swing it by enough yeah. percent so also the most annoying thing is Nigel Farage said something that if we'd done would have been brilliant mm. but he um basically he said um if it isn't won by a big enough margin then we should have, like, another one in the future. And he said that because he thought he was going to lose. But ah. David Cameron, the arrogance of thinking, no, we'll win. But if he'd done that, then he could have said, it's got to be um, 55% in favour because... And you could have easily said, you know, this is too big a decision to buy a very small margin to, to make or whatever. And um, that would have pleased Nigel Farage because everyone was expecting to lose. Um and it's like with Scottish independence, when they lose, if you say to them, but we'll give you another one in three years, mm. they'd be fucking buzzing with that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Because um, they wouldn't expect it, like, to usually get one. Yeah. So if he'd have done that, it just yeah. wouldn't be happening. But it's the arrogance of thinking, yeah. nah, we're going to boss this. We're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. It could have, um, yeah, I think it's just uh, arrogance. And um, I don't think I could... I guess maybe on the if you're stranded on an island though you'd be like what what does it matter to us? Yeah, and he'd probably be quite a nice, fuck it, nice yeah, guy. All right, yeah. Actually, maybe maybe he'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. He'd probably have the best stories out of everyone. Yeah, at least. And we wouldn't be bothered about immigrants. We'd be complaining about this hologram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, our jobs. What you can do with that? Yeah. All right, David Cameron's going to be a fair choice. Thank you very much, Ian. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there's some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favorite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Um,. So for food... Yeah, food first. Um, I I just thought butter. Butter. That'd be my... My idea of hell... Yeah. If hell existed, I think it would be just being like... You know the big cubes of butter? Yeah. Like cooking sort of stuff. Mm. Just like that sliced up and being fed to you. <sighs> just fed butter. Like if a sandwich has too much butter and you bite into it and you get a big... Oh, a big thing of butter, horrible. yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Um, what about Marge? How do you feel about margarine? Yeah, anything Same, like that. That yeah. lad. Oils. I don't like. I don't like olive oil when people like dip their Put bread it on in things. That. Yeah, it's fucking hell. Anything like <laughs> greasy. Yeah. Like, um, I struggle with that as well. I don't like. What about yeah. like fried stuff? Oh yeah, I like that. I do. Yeah, it's just the um, like I remember when me and my family would go up to Scotland in the summer. And we'd stop off at um, some relatives, 
and they um, they would make like bread rolls for mm. us. And if you pushed down on the bread roll, the butter would like come, come out, out the of sides. the sides. Yeah, so much butter. Yeah, it's just. Oh yeah. And I just couldn't like it makes if I eat it, I have to like gear myself up to swallow it whole. Oh. Um, what are you having on a sandwich then? What in my ideal situation? No, yeah, yeah. Or um, wait, you, do you not what... put butter on a sandwich? Oh yeah, but I just spread it thinly. Spread it thin, like, right? Um, so you're it's on like a up... layer, a bit of flavouring. The flavour of butter, fair enough. It's more when when you can f- feel that it's there. Right. I like the taste to yes. be there, but I don't like my mouth. Like if um. If my mouth had no taste buds, mm. I wouldn't want to know butter was there by the texture. No, okay. Um, I think yeah, it's just a hint of it. So, so on an island, like just you open the cargo hold of this plane, right? Yeah, and it's just tubs and tubs of butter. Yeah, yeah. And you just got to eat that the whole time. Yeah, I, I think that's the kind of. I don't know if I'd make it no. past past that, or whether I'd just like. Um, I don't know how you make them. Noose on an island, really. Oh, just try and no, but yeah, jump off a coconut tree or something, yeah, and just try and do it like yeah, that, yeah, into sand. I don't know, you just have to keep swimming into that, yeah, too. yeah. Um, butter, so yeah, tubs and tubs of butter, also they'd melt, so it'd just be like this really yeah, melted, yeah. like oily, yeah, thing that you'd have to be drinking, yeah. When butter gets, I've got a lot of problems with butter when it gets too warm. Mm. I don't like the texture of it then. No. But also when it's too cold and you can't spread it. Yes. Because that's when you get your clumps. Tears your bread up as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolute nightmare. The fucking gall of Lurpak to call itself spreadable. No. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's not at all. This should be like a government standard yeah. spreadability, I think. You have to, you have to, like, you have to preempt that you're going to make a sandwich and leave it out for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Or... Like sometimes, what I do is if I'm making a tea as well, I hold the knife over the steam and oh, warm it really? up. Yeah, fucking hell! Is that is that too? You much? should never have to go to that matter. You shouldn't. Should you? No, for anything. As soon as you're steaming something, <laughs> yeah. you've gone to too much effort. As soon I think. as you're steaming a utensil. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so butter's going to be your food choice, and what's going to be your drink choice? Just any type of coffee. Any type of coffee. Yeah, yeah. You hate coffee. I hate it, and. But I love I love caffeine. Like I, I used to have not like a lot, but I would have like an energy drink if I needed to get work done. Right, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. I like the idea of liking coffee. It mm. seems like you could be a bit of a dickhead about it. And I even quite like I like the smell of a coffee shop. All that kind of stuff. I like the sound of being able to say what beans you got. I yes, like, I like right. how pretentious yeah, yeah. that okay. sounds. Yeah, yeah. Like if someone says, do you want a coffee? What's, what sort of bean you got? What's the brew? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, I don't know. But the taste, I can't. No, you can't deal with it. No. What about with a bit of sugar? A bit of milk? No, even when it's like a coffee cake. Oh, and it's like a bit okay, of the so flavour. you really don't like the flavour. No. I think once I remember, I think this must have been in like primary school or something, I find it funny or maybe I did this when I was a kid at home. Find it funny to get like a little spoon of coffee and be like, "Oh, what's this?" Uh, instant coffee and putting it in my in mouth. Mouth, yeah. And I could taste coffee for like a week. Oh yeah, that's it's so awful. strong. So maybe maybe I've ruined it for myself by doing that. Maybe yeah. Before but um, you know, do you like tea? 
Not a lot. I'm not no. a big hot. I I like green teas mm. and hot chocolate. Nice. But um, and I don't mind tea, but I would never choose to drink it. No. Right. Um, even I would have water over tea, and as much as you have to have water to be healthy, I do think water is. I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to it, but it's a mus- it's boring. It is, yeah. What are you going to then? What's your drink of choice? Um, I have too much. I have too much fizzy. Do you? At the minute, it's not good for you. What are you have it, Doctor Pepper? Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Doctor Pepper is probably my favourite drink. Yeah, and it's such a fine balance because I like Doctor Pepper. But if you've ever had like a Sainsbury's or Tesco own brand Dr. Pepper, it would be like Dr. Pop or... No, never had it. Chief Consultant no. Pepper or something. No. And they taste no. terrible. No, it's Pepper. Um, do they? Even Dr. Pepper Zero or Diet Dr. Pepper, I think is terrible. Mm. So... Just the one, just the sugar one. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Well, it Such always a fine balance as a, as a product. There's nothing else like it, I don't think. No, it is nice, yeah. Or Iron Brew. Iron Brew? Mm. Ah. I'm three quarters Scottish, so maybe that's why it's I, in your blood. I like it more. Yeah, yeah. Made of girders. Mm. Okay, so coffee's going to be your drink choice. Yeah. Ian, fortunately for you, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? Um, I found this really difficult to Did think you? of, but and so I was trying to think if there was any time I'd walked out of mm. a cinema, mm. and I I haven't, no. but I nearly did with the film Get Hard. Get Hard. Will Ferrell. Yes. And Kevin Hart. Right. Tell if the listeners haven't seen it, describe what this film is. Um. So, Will Ferrell is like. A posh white man, mm. and he gets sent to prison, mm. and he—I can't even remember how they get round to this—but he bumps into Kevin Hart at, at some kind of thing, mm. which allows Will Ferrell to racistly think, "If I'm going to prison, I need to get this guy to teach me what life is like in prison because he is a black man." Yes, yeah, which is. An insane plot for a film. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, like... So offensive. Yeah, I guess, like, Will Ferrell gets away with it because because he's so well-loved. And because, I guess... I mean, Kevin Hart's in the film as well. It's not as if, like, Kevin Hart could have said at one point, well, this sounds racist. Yeah. And, like... He could have done, yeah. So I don't don't think it is, but it's, it's certainly not an ideal premise to a film. And then, um, yeah, Kevin Hart tries to teach him. Kevin Hart's wife seems to be like, why are you doing this? <laughs> and then I think he, I don't know if he goes to prison or not. And I think they just become mates, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. It's, yeah, I, it's so mad. I, I did see it. I have seen it. And it is terrible. Yeah. I was in the awkward situation where I was... Me and my girlfriend were visiting my auntie and uncle, mm. right? And, you know, they're my auntie and uncle, but I don't spend loads of time with them. Yeah. And we we like each other. We're family. But we don't know each other's tastes inside out. Yeah. So we go and stay with them. And 
we're, we're there for a few nights and and we don't want to go out every night we both both of us have got kids so we're not really getting out but we were like all right let's let's do something so most nights we're watching a film one night we're flicking through and this one was on on the tv mm. and we were like oh great will ferrell it'll be good right and then we're in this awkward situation where we we know we're, we're family but we don't know each other well enough to say right let's just switch this off yeah do you know what i mean just in you case you don't want to say that and the other one be like what yeah this is the best film ever but we, we were sort of talking about how shit it was mm. in a way but also kind of like no one wanted to say let's switch this off because this is really shit yeah yeah so we persisted and we've ended up watching the whole of get hard which was yeah. fucking terrible i watched it i think because i was in the cinema and i just thought catch i've paid yeah 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 can you demand your money back if you don't like the film i don't think you can no i don't know i don't know if you can no surely you, not i don't think so or maybe you could mm, if you're that desperate you could message that no i don't think you could actually no, no. I reckon you could maybe get your money back if you, were, but you'd have to be the sort of person who was aggro enough that the cashier is just like, oh, I'm just going to give this guy his money back. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'd have to really kick off. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. bother to be honest. No, I don't think so though. You could wash, walk out, but yeah. I mean, by the time I paid, I've never left a film either. I couldn't. No, do it, no. I don't think. I can't think of anything I've seen that I've hated. I don't. But there's, there's a scene where like. Um, Kevin Hart's trying to teach him what it's going to be like in the prison yard. Right, yes. And he's saying, like, you know, you've got the white people hanging out with each other, you've got the black guys hanging out with each other, you've got the Hispanics hanging out with each other. So he, like, it's basically like a kind of vanity scene of of them saying, Kev, Kevin can do two funny accents. Let's try and work that into a scene. And it's just Will Ferrell moving around to one group and then them kicking him out, and then him going over to the Hispanics, and them kicking him out, right. and then him going back. Right. And it, I remember watching it, thinking, "How many times is he going to go between these two groups?" Yeah, yes, right. And then it ends with Kevin Hart just going. Every scene ends with Kevin Hart trying to teach him something, and then going, "Ah, this is never going to work." Right. It's yes. Like, it's, it's poor, ten isn't it? Scenes yeah. Of that. Yeah. It was very. I can't imagine there being a script other than. Improvise what it'd be like in the prison yard and just right. thinking, these guys are funny. We can, yeah, that'll be fine. I remember there's a whole thing about him learning to like conceal things in his ass. That was like a big thing. Oh, it? really? They talked about that loads. That. And it was just like, oh, okay. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Fair fine. play to prisoners, though, who can get a mobile phone up their ass. Yeah. Because <laughs> even though they're like thin yeah. nowadays, they're still wide. Imagine trying to get that up your yeah, ass. I'm pointing yeah. out my phone and like. Pfft. You've. Um, you shouldn't have put a, um, a cushioning case around it to protect the screen. What? Yeah. Take that off straight away if you're putting it up your ass. Yeah, definitely. Just making it worse for yourself. Definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to just like. Well, what would be ideal? I don't know. I don't know. A condom lubed. Uh, anyway, okay. Um... I, this is the last thing I'll say on this. I don't think a lubed up phone would go up my ass, oh, even so... if it's lubed up. I don't think so. I no. don't. I think lube can only do so much. Yeah, and also, right, once you do get it in there, how are you getting it out? Oh God, I can. F- my my knees have got to feel weird from I, talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think I got like a something went through my spine of like <laughs> like my body saying, "Don't even think about." <laughs> Shoving your phone up your ass to prove a point. Need to make sure you don't go to prison. Yeah. Or just, yeah, anyway. Okay, right, yeah. 
Um, I'm sorry to have taken it there. Anything else on Get Hard? I don't think I remember enough about it. No, thinking it was terrible. Um, Okay, so your film choice is going to be Get Hard. That'll be awful to watch for the rest of your life. Imagine that. A play-by-play of Get Hard just all the time. And what's going to be your song choice? Um, I don't know what what the official title is, but Walking in the Air, the Snowman song. Yes, yes. So it's not sad. No. I don't know what emotion the song is. It's not sad. It's not hopeful. No. I think it's scary. There's yeah. something like, um, especially I think if you were like in a, I think here listening to that song feels like being stood on the edge of like a tall building and having to look down. Oh yes. And thinking for the the feeling yeah. you get where you're like, oh fuck, I nearly fell. Yeah, I I'm think with that's you. what that song feels yes. like. Yes. There's like a unease about it. It's the song version of walking over one of those really big bits of glass or mm. perspex, you know, when you're on a high building. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking down. Mm. Yes. There's just something like, um, I don't know what they were going with it. Going for it. Like, so that I think the snowman's like taking him up in the sky. And it's a, I think it's supposed to be nice, but it's yeah. just. It's haunting. Yeah, haunting is a good word for yeah. it. Yeah. If anything. Yeah, like I think if my house had a poltergeist. Oh my god. <laughs> the music would be most fitting. Yeah, yeah. If they I think they come with theme tunes of <laughs> ghosts. When it comes into a room. Yeah. Because oh, ideally they want you to know that you're there they're there. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, if someone if like um everyone had like an entrance song, like a wrestler, if someone come into your house to that song You'd be like, fucking hell, what do they want? Yeah, 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 what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's an uneasiness about the mm. snowman, right? Yeah, and I think I've felt like that since I was a kid. I think I must have listened to it as a kid and thought, and it stuck with me for like at least 20 years. Yeah. Of thinking, what is this? Yeah, yeah. And why? Mm. Ooh. It feels like the kind of thing that, like, um, like it's a, some kind of puzzle or something. Like mm. the, if there is an afterlife, they'll say, what did that song mean? And you're like, oh, shit, it was something like, I've I don't know. I've no like, idea. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's like a switch in my brain that just makes me think, um, what is life? What are we doing here? Oh, no. It's, there's something terrifying about oh, it. Oh, no. One of those. Yeah. What um, are you are you actively having to try and avoid the snowman. I guess it comes up every now and then, like it Didn't might it? be yeah. in a supermarket. Yes, like on like a um, playlist. Yes, you don't want to get existential album. dread when you're trying to choose what <laughs> veg you want. It's true. Or trying to do a big shop. Yeah, yeah. No one wants existential dread while they're trying to do the big shop because yeah. that can be grueling in itself. Oh yeah. Maybe it is quite a good theme tune to the dread of a big shop. Yeah. Yeah, well, I imagine maybe if they played it, it'd get people through the shop quicker because you just want to get out. Yes, it's true. The snowman. I've never thought of it like that, but maybe I've always been indifferent. But actually, it does sort of leave you feeling with a weird emptiness. I think a lot of things that choir boys do are creepy as well. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, the choir boy songs. Right, yeah. 
like if a lone too high pitched. Yeah, if a lone choir boy is singing something, I almost think one hundred percent of the time I won't enjoy it. I want them there. Um, okay, so walking in the air is going to be a song choice. Yeah. Thank you very much, Ian. And finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it, and why? I don't like moths. Moths. I don't think. I think if you, it's one of those words. That if you say enough times, it starts to not sound like a thing. Moths. Yes. A moth. 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 It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't like. I don't know why they're covered in, like. Dust, Dust or yeah, like icing weird, sugar it? or whatever it Apparently is. Apparently, if you knock all that off, they can't fly anymore. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I've had a few experiences with that. Yeah. I don't like them in my room. If, like, even as an adult, if there's a moth in the room, I'm not going to sleep until I've got it out or fucked it up. <laughs> in like, any size of moth? Yeah, because, like, um, sometimes I'll have, like, a bedside light on. I'll be doing a bit of reading. All the other lights are off. Moth loves that. Lamps, so you'll be reading, and the moths just going, they don't fly, they're like spasm. Yes, they do. How do they get anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's they're the point? Zigzagging everywhere, yeah, it's useless, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know why. If humans walked around like moths, like if you saw a human walking around like a moth, that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, I think it'd just get like put in a home or something, yeah. With like padded walls, cause bumping into stuff. Oh no, it'd be annoying, wouldn't it? The big ones as well look weird. Yeah. Like butterflies look nice, but moths look like evil. The big ones. They do, yeah, they do, and they're really like their bodies are too big, and they're yeah, fa- yeah. They've got like a face on them. Yeah. Is that putting you on edge a bit? Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't have a face if you're a bug. No, it's true. Yeah. You want to be faceless and killable, easy, yeah, easy yeah. to kill. Yeah, the bigger the moth, the, I mean, the easier it is, I guess, to aim at them. Mm. But um, I don't like um, if I've ever killed a spider or a moth or something because I, I don't like it if you kind of whack one of hearing the sort of like yeah, the noise. I'm yeah. like, oh, I've just ended a life. Crunch, like yeah, that. yeah. It's and gone through the, all the effort of coming to be alive, and then yeah, yeah. And if you do whack it, like with a fly, whack it with a newspaper. Job job done. Mm. If a moth's on your wall and you whack it with a... You've got a stained wall. Oh, yeah. It does make leave a big like, mess. Um, it's like... What, what? It's not a it's crayon. It's like dust and... Or a felt yes. tip. What's that? Um, like charcoal Yeah, like, um, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's just a carbon-based being. Yeah, moths. Yeah. Imagine that island overrun with moths. Oh. And you wouldn't know where, where they'd be going... Yeah, with what no are you lights. Doing? Oh, if there's no lights, they'd just be all over that hologram. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be grim. That would be grim. She'd still be breezy as anything. Of like, a nighttime, yes. Escalator coming up. Like mm-hmm. you're not bothered about these moths. Don't take big bags on the escalator. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess then at least you could like, if they're all like buzzing around her, you could just with one. Big sort of one whack. fell swoop, yeah. Just do it. Mm. So moths are going to be your animal choice. Thank you so much for coming in here. No, you're welcome. Um, and obviously, you mentioned before you do a podcast called The Magic Sponge. Yeah, and people can find. Well, uh, please tell people what that is if they don't know already. Oh, so the podcast I do or did is The Magic Sponge. So it's about six series of it on iTunes, Acast, all those kind of things. Um, so it's me, uh, comedian Rob Beckett, and footballer Jimmy Bullard. 
we get different footballers on and we ask them not not football questions, just like when they got drunk. Cause mm. There's lots of footballers talking about like shitting in pillows, stealing like <sighs> diggers from building sites, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so we haven't done any new ones for a while, but hopefully we will. But there's like six series for you, you to enjoy. That's great. Um, and you and you're a comedian, and you do your comedy. You like, yeah, where, yeah. like where can people find that? Where, where can people find? Um, the best thing is probably on Twitter, yeah, or Facebook um, at Ian Smith Comedy on Twitter or forward slash Ian Smith Comedy. Everything, Instagram and all that kind of stuff is just Ian Smith Comedy. Um, I have a website, but I don't update my gigs on it a lot. No, but you can go on that if you want. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I'll be doing a new show at the Edinburgh Fringe next year. Great. And then doing some dates of that in London and previews and all that kind of stuff. Um, so check yeah. out Ian Smith Comedy for on Twitter for updates. Yeah. Nice. Oh, well, thank you very much, Ian. No, thanks for having me. Oh, 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 oh